0: She's a best-selling author and life coach, obsessed with helping women to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Join her as she provides you with strategies and real-life tips to create your best life. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Ann. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Mary Ann. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannard, and today I am joined by an amazing young lady that I... Am excited to learn more about and we get to do this together. Hello, Danny. How are you?
1: Hello. Hello, Mary Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. So let's just jump right in. Who is Danny and what is your story?
1: Who is Danny? Well, I started out, um, I'm an online marketer, first of all. I own a digital marketing. Marketing and I also do affiliate marketing as well. And I started out in the online space, oh my gosh, so many years ago, while I was juggling a job and going to college and kind of going through the motions, but I always felt like I wasn't really utilizing my full potential. I felt like I was really stuck in that nine to five kind of grind and I just was really unhappy with it. So I kind of stuck with the retail gigs, um, working in food service until finally, um, kind of a weird blessing in disguise, the pandemic hit and I chose to leave that position myself totally into digital marketing and working in the online space. And I'm so glad I did because now here I am able to share my story and my resources with other females who are looking to kind of break into that space and they might be a little confused as to how to do it or where do I start and it's very overwhelming. So I'm excited to finally develop a community of female online entrepreneurs.
0: Beautiful. So, you mentioned something that definitely we are going to break down. You mentioned being stuck. Mm -hmm. So, how did Mm -hmm. you realize that you were stuck, and what steps did you get out to become unstuck?
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like this is such a common thing so many people go through. And it actually started back when I was in college. I was just a young kid trying to figure out what I wanted, and I just kind of saw myself going through the motions. You know, I was kind of just expected to kind of go to college, get a degree, get a job. And my junior year, I kind of freaked out because I thought that's where my life was. I knew that's not what I wanted, despite what I was kind of being forced to do. Not forced, but just what was expected of me. So I ended up leaving school, taking a brief hiatus to figure it out. And then when I came back, I decided to finish school, which was in marketing, ironically enough. And from there... Knew that being an owner and owning my own time, my own money was something that despite, um, you know, warnings from friends and family concerned friends and family, um, I decided to pursue anyway while balancing a retail job. And, you know, when uh, I finally kind of hit this breaking point where I was just done. I felt like I wasn't being valued. I was being underpaid. I was working my butt off 40 plus hours a week. And I, again, I know this is something a lot of listeners can totally relate to. And eventually I just hit my breaking point and literally walked out of my job. Um, and ever since then, just fully to myself in the online space.
0: Beautiful, Stuff. beautiful. So, <laughs> <laughs> So, How did you process, you know, or how did you handle the voices from family and friends to, you know, you know, with the warnings and you shouldn't do this, you know, stay in school, you know, how did you handle that? Yeah,
1: no, again, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of people are kind of conditioned from a very young age, a lot of friends and family are, you know encouraging for you to go to school get the nine to five job so hearing that growing up it was so ingrained in my brain it was something that I just knew I had to do this what life was you you know kind of go through that motion so I found that especially recently because it was something personally I kind of had to overcome and I felt so alone in that I felt very alone and not wanting that I was like I feel kind of crazy like why don't I want this why is everybody else okay and you know like they're nine to five and they feel very, but I just felt like so stuck in something I didn't want, which is why, you know, developing community around, um, these like-minded women is so important. And that's why I've started what I started because to be able to have and build a support system around yourself is so important, not only for your initial success, for, continued success as well because you're always going to be hitting roadblocks and you might feel alone in them but having that community where you can reach out and say hey this is happening i feel crazy to have other people relate to that experience makes such a difference and really helps drown out those other um those other voices that maybe can't relate you know
0: yeah so so community
1: so important (laughs) yeah
0: that's so yeah that's so true and so when you decided to step out Mm-hmm. Was a success right from, you know, open door or did you, you know, have any struggles? How did you overcome oh, the struggles that you did? So many struggles.
1: I can't even, and struggling is part of it. It's part of the game, unfortunately. And what's great about um, struggle is embracing it and just knowing that. While you're going through things you're also learning and you're growing in ways that you might not recognize right away um but going through that struggle initially was so difficult i started we were talking briefly about this the first thing i did in the online space was mlms which are multi-level marketing companies you know things like uh, like avon and you know like those you know that have been around forever it works you know i think um like that like legging company or something was one yeah. for a while there's a ton of them out there and that's that was my first experience with it and i discovered that it wasn't something that was aligning with what felt good to me so then i was like mm, this is a lot of work it doesn't feel right i'm like messaging my friends and family asking for like you know money or whatever to join this company so then i switched over to drop shipping i did that for a while and then from there i was like this doesn't seem right either i can't really figure this out so it's a lot of learning curves and then move to social media management Because there's so much going on in the online space, it's really difficult to find something that is going to align with you. And I think that's really important. Um, The struggle is really necessary in those Mm -hmm. initial steps. But just know that in the meanwhile, you're just aligning with what's supposed to be the business that's meant for you and that you're going to be successful at.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's beautiful, the fact that you realized what was working for you, what was not working for you. And you kept going, you didn't say, mm-hmm. Oh, this is not going to work. Let me just go back to retail and give up on your goals and your dreams.
1: Such a good point. Yeah, it's like I said, it's, it's struggle is, is really great. Because in a way, you know, those things, they might be viewed as quote unquote failures. But for me, they were like, you know what? That's just not for me. That's not what's lining up for me right now. Um, and you just move on to the next thing because there is yeah. so much opportunity and so many things you can do online that just moving on to that next thing is okay. And I think that's where a lot of people also feel stuck and maybe a little ashamed because switching from one thing to one thing to one thing, people are probably thinking like, what is going on? But I promise you, people are not paying attention. They really right. aren't. They're, you know, So just keep doing you, keep hustling, keep moving moving forward because you're just aligning with what's been for
0: you, you know? Yeah, that's so true. So did you decide to just, you know, try different things or how did you make the decision to give something a try that didn't work? And how did you make Mm -hmm. the decision to try something else? Like, how did you know that something else
1: Yeah, like kind of making that transition over to the next thing. Yeah, no, it definitely is hard to let things go um, because you put so much time and energy into one thing that it can be difficult to say, oof, that maybe this isn't for me and releasing that and letting it go. And that was something that I also learned in my struggle was it's okay to let something go that's no longer serving you. And that's not just true in business. That's also true in life, right? Like with relationships and friendships, if something's not serving you, it can be really hard to let it go. But at the end, it's a really good thing. You know, it, it's hard to do. Oof, it's so hard, especially when you put hours into something yeah. and you really give your all. But at the end of the day, take you take more away from it than you probably think. You learn a lot. You learn one skill that maybe in, in one aspect of your business or something in a relationship that you, you found that you really liked about the person or whatever, you take into the next thing with you. So it's a lot of carryover as well um, as I moved through the notions, So like with one thing, I was like, oh, with the MLM, for example. I was like I really like working with a team and with people like that was something that I took away from that hmm. so I mo- when I took that into social media I was like okay now I'm working with people and collaborating and that's exciting so it, it moves you through more than you think so if something's not serving you just let it go let it go
0: yeah so you're saying let it go but also mm-hmm. take a moment to reflect and pull out the positives
1: Absolutely. There's so much from everything that you do, whether it be a certain skill or something you might unexpectedly be really passionate about. I had no idea that I would love working with people so much, truly. I always thought I was a very independent worker, like I got this, I can do it all on my own, kind of thing. But I was really surprised to find, you know what, I really like having that camaraderie and you know, kind of having people around me that are, you know, supporting um, this specific business objective and goal. So yeah, definitely take that time to reflect and feel out what felt good for you, even though, you know, over it might not have been a
0: good fit that's beautiful so Mm -hmm. you know one of the things that I like to do you know with my guests and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. is kind of like do like impromptu coaching so let's Mm -hmm. say that a client comes and you know wants to meet with you like you know Danny I'm struggling I don't know what it is that I want to do so what is your process what does that look like in helping a woman realize you know what her passion what her desires are
1: Yeah, and that's really important um, to kind of sit down and kind of figure out like, okay, well, usually I I kind of try and figure out like, what do you currently do? You know, what's your current job or your position? Because, you know, they might have a skill that they're using every day that might be super applicable to building a very lucrative online business, whether it be, oh, you know, I do this and I use Photoshop a lot. Great. Do you like graphic design? Like, do you like designing, like maybe designing advertisements and maybe putting out, you know, Facebook ads for clients is something you'd like, or, you know, kind of asking them like, would you like to do? in your free time with something that if money was no object and you could do anything that you felt good, that felt good to you, whether it be painting, you know, going for runs, working out, meditating, whatever the case may be, if you could do it and money wasn't an object, like what's something you love to do and kind of going through things that are just naturally feeling good to them, um, kind of helps me decide like, okay, maybe, you know, it seems like you're really extroverted maybe you want to do something in the digital agency space, because you can work with companies and people and build yourself a little team and kind of manage them. And, you know, kind of that thing where someone, um, you know, might also really love shopping, and they really love to kind of share, you know, clothes and style tips, Mm -hmm. affiliate marketing might be really great for you. Like, let's try and align with some brands that feel good and, and kind of build your audience from there. So it's really about just trying to Feel them out in a natural, in a very natural way, not like forcing the business thing. Right. right. Away. <laughs> and kind of just figuring out, like, just tell me about yourself. Like, what do you like to do? You know, would you like to do growing up? Because sometimes a lot of things, you know, maybe you don't have time for as much in a, as an adult anymore. Um, and then kind of, you know, coaching them through that and giving them a try with one thing.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, what exciting things do you have coming up in 2022 that you would like to talk about and share?
1: Oh, they, that's such a great question. Yeah, 2022, I feel like it's going to be a really good year. Um, I feel like a lot of people feel that way. I think <laughs> a lot of people this year are kind of like ready to jump into their next thing. Um, for me, this whole community building is, I literally started it the the beginning of this year. So this past yeah. month, and already I've started, you know, a great community of women who are really driven to, you know, develop an online business. So they have the financial independence and, you know, can kind of build out their sort of ideal dream day, dream life, and have that financial freedom. So um, that's what I'm excited for in 2022. You know, right now I'm just focused on building that community and kind of trying to, get a feel for what um, this community wants of me too. Like Mm -hmm. I I try and align myself with the the thought that when I first started in this space, what's, who's the coach that I needed? Like who did Mm -hmm. I need and what tools and resources did I need when I first started out that I can provide to this community to make it as lucrative as possible. And that's what I'm looking forward to in 2022 is seeing all of these amazing women do their business really grow and really launch themselves into um, into building something that they probably didn't even know was feasible or possible and kind of watching their success grow and grow and grow. And that's what I'm psyched for in 2022.
0: <laughs> so psyched. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So what keeps you motivated and inspired?
1: That is a tough one. I'm not going to. Sometimes, you know, I think it's it's normal to have days where you just are like, yeah, I'm just feel like super unmotivated. Um, but for me, there are certain things that I like to do to keep myself aligned um, with the mentality of entrepreneurship, keeping my vibration for high, my you know, aligning myself with you know, success and the right people. And I like to um, first of all. Read. I try and read one um, like uh, development book a month, whether it be you know a business book or you know an inspiring kind of autobiography or whatever the case may be. I also try to journal. I love to run. It's like doing things that feel good. So that way, you know, when you are having those days where you're feeling a little bit of self-doubt, just doing one simple thing, opening a window, letting some fresh air in, maybe like wash your sheets, you know, little things that kind of just keep you in a really positive headspace. Because even those little things can really add up and really push you to that, to keep you going, to keep you going to that next level. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So can you talk to us because, you know, a viewer or, you know, somebody that may be watching or listening may be like, oh, you know, she has everything all together, you know, and stuff like that. So can you talk to us about maybe a struggle that you have had and how you overcame that struggle? Yes. First of all, if someone ever says
1: that, I'm like, I'm putting on some kind of good front because I please believe I do not have it all together. It's, it's so struggle with anxiety big time. Um, so I do have a lot of, sometimes I have social anxiety that I work through. So, um, it's totally normal to, you know, have those days where you feel like that and it's okay. And, um, in order to work through it, I think that, you know, it's really important to, um remind you, I always have little post-it notes around like mm-hmm. my bathroom with like little mantras and things yeah. like that. But um I'm sorry, remind me of what was the end of your question there. A, I struggle struggle struggle. Yeah, a, a struggle
0: that you have had. Yep. a struggle that you might have had and how did you overcome that struggle?
1: Mm, Yeah, so I'll go back to the anxiety thing, because I feel like that's a really common thing a lot of people face. Um, I have generalized anxiety disorder. So a lot of times that can be really difficult some days. And I encourage people because I do this, just take the day, take a break. You know, step back. There's no need to constantly hustle and push yourself and work yourself to the bone. I feel like that's something we're so conditioned to do. Um, growing up, you know, taking breaks and taking mental health days just wasn't and still really isn't a thing. And I really encourage people, if you are having a day that's just a particularly hard day, it's okay to take a break. Don't beat yourself up for it. Um, it's perfectly normal. It keeps you healthy. And if you just push through it at the end of the day, it could be something that backfires. So I always encourage, you know, if you have a similar struggle with anxiety or depression or any sort of mental health, I I highly recommend you take that space for yourself and just, you know, breathe through it. It and do what you need to do and uh, you come back refreshed strong it always it passes right you've made it through the, all of your worst days so it passes and um you know I just think being able to take those breaks is vital vital
0: that's so true yeah. and you mentioned something on your bio on the program that we connected in yeah about you know in the retail industry where sexual harassment was considered normal behavior yes so, can we talk a little bit about that? Um, you know, what were some of the things that you possibly, you know, personally might have experienced or that you mm-hmm. saw and some of the subtleties that people may not recognize that could be sexual harassment?
1: Yes, Miriam. Thank you so much for bringing that up because I do feel like, especially in food service um, industries, sexual harassment is something that is uh, weirdly commonplace mm-hmm. um, and Also, very bizarrely enough, I was in uh, food retail since I was fifteen. I've been I was doing it for a long time, so I didn't even realize I didn't even realize Mm -hmm. how inappropriate my like coworkers' behaviors were until I was in my Mm twenties because I saw you know all of the older. Um, managers at the time were tolerating this behavior, and I just thought, oh, this is this is fine. It's okay to be catcalled at work, and you know, have all these weird things happen. But truly, it's um, it can be scary. You know, you see a lot of young women entering food retail, and I've seen it too because you know I've worked with a lot of younger girls where they. No, they feel uncomfortable, but they can't say anything, or they don't want to say anything. You know, because if you do go and you say stop doing this, and you throw a fit, now what? Now your work environment's going to be everyone's going to be mean to you. They're not going to, you know, it's going to be nasty, and you're not going to have a great experience at work anymore. And it just becomes like this weird sort of accepted trap, and um, it's a really unfortunate thing, and and it, and it's almost really frustrating because, like, what do you do? What do you do in those situations you can't really say anything because like i said then your environment becomes tense and you get ridiculed and they're rude to you and in food service you want your co-workers to all work together it's very much a team effort so if you have that tension it becomes super uncomfortable um but yeah reason that I have to leave this space. It's not healthy for me mentally. Um, I'm not setting a good example for the younger girls that are stepping into the space. Like someone has to kind of take a stand and say that this is not okay um, and leave. And I was in a fortunate position to be able to leave. But you know, um, there's the other side of it too, where a lot of people are really stuck and they just have to accept this behavior as commonplace. And it's really it's really unfortunate. And I don't think this is something new. I think this is something that's been going on for a while in the, in the food service industry, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's really uh, disheartening and frustrating to. So, to go
0: through what, that. so what would you say to the individual that may be listening and mm-hmm. knows she's in that situation? I know mm-hmm. that you mentioned that, you know, it could be difficult and sometimes possibly even impossible, but at what point do you make a decision that enough is enough?
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Um, Honestly, personally for me, what uh, I did in this experience was I actually went to my superiors and I spoke to them, sat them down and I said, you know what, because now at this point, the younger girls are coming to me saying they feel uncomfortable. Now I feel like I have an obligation to say something so i sat down with my superiors and i highly recommend if you're going through this that this is your first step because it doesn't create a ton of tension to just sit down with them be like listen i'm feeling uncomfortable this isn't something that you know i spoke up maybe if it's been a while maybe something you haven't spoke about yet but you could even admit say listen i i had a i'm having a hard time coming forward with this um but i just want to let you know that this is happening and i'm not okay with it what can we do to create a um more appropriate work environment and just leave it to the superiors. Because at that point, like what else can you do other than to bring it to them and take a step back? If the behavior does continue my only other recommendation, and this is hard again, letting something go to look for another position, find another job, um, throw resumes out there, do whatever you can to try and get yourself out of that space. Because mentally I can promise you it's, doing more harm than than good and uh yeah and again i know that's tough it's so much easier um you know to say that than to actually do it right. but i think those are the two steps that i personally took to kind of address what was going on in the space
0: you know and the good thing about it i mean not a good thing but it could be a mm-hmm. positive is that right now with this economy everyone is hiring everyone is hiring that's so, so true it, yeah And it could be a little easier to find a job
1: that's very true and this might even be a good opportunity to explore other positions and other roles um, outside of food service if you want to do something different um you know just like just start throwing those resumes out you know what i mean (laughs) um get ahead of it and yeah like you said a lot of places are hiring right now Um, you know, so try and find us somewhere that is going to align with your current income and, uh, and just, just get out of there if you can, but first definitely address it. Like I I do think bringing it up to your superiors is important. Um, because I think when it's brought to their attention, it does raise a flag, like, Oh, they're, they're paying attention and they're noticing and they might start to realize, or maybe, Not get nervous, but start to think like, okay, this people are starting to pick up on this, and like we might need to do something. So you never know; just saying something might really um, be the the ammunition that's needed to kind of get something in motion to prevent that behavior from continuing.
0: That's so true. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So as we get ready to start, you know, wrapping up, what mm-hmm. are what are three tips that you will give to someone that feels, you know, that they're stuck, whether it's a real t- retail job or food industry or just job in general, or maybe even in a relationship?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the three things, or I don't know if you'd really call them tips, but three things that I would do, like start implementing today, that's going to start aligning your mentality um to being that strong entrepreneur kind of you know fierce get out of the situation that you're in kind of position the first thing i would do is go through this is a bit this was a big one for me go through your social media and I want you to clear out your social media of all the things that don't serve you positively. Get rid of those gross meme accounts, you know, only align yourself with people online that are going to really inspire you. So when you open up your apps, you're already feeding um, your mental space in a positive way. Because I know social, social media is a big trap for me. I always end up getting sucked into the TikTok and everything else. So I want to make sure that I'm following people that are inspiring me and teaching me things and making me feel good and laugh. So that's it. tip number one. Tip number two is I would pick a book to read once a month, either uh, audio book or I like copy books. I'm like, oh, try and set aside like 10 minutes a day, or if you're commuting to work, put it on your um, you know speakers, and uh, you know pick a book that's going to uh, align with you know your goals and everything. Right now, um, I'm reading um, Rich as F U C. But yep. by Amanda Francis. By Amanda Francis, it's an amazing book. Another good one is The Science of Getting Rich. If they're little, you know, quick reads. Um, you Are a Badass is a great book. Um, you know, things like that. that. Yeah, it's a good one. It's easy. It's funny. It's witty. Um, so things like that um, are good to you know align yourself with the whole you know get out you know, be your own kind of gal. And then from um, there, the last thing I would say is maybe just take some time to do something one day, once a day that makes you feel really good, whether it be meditating, Moving your body, put on some music and dance. You know what I mean? Take a bath. I'm a big bath person. Take a bath, you know, take a long hot shower. Do something once a a day that quiets you and gives you the space to um, reflect and think and to put yourself into a space where you can maybe think about your dream life or think about how much money you want to make in a month in your new business and just kind of give yourself that alone time um to really align yourself with you know your goals and your dreams and your aspirations so those are my three tips that was a little long but those are the three things i would start implementing today um, you know maybe it takes five minutes total or you know maybe 30 minutes to do all of that but yeah so that would be my my top three for sure
0: now those are awesome tips and so is there anything else that you would like to mention or talk about that we have not had the opportunity to discuss
1: I don't think so. I think we covered everything. Um, I just want to again say like community is super important. Start aligning yourself with people and groups that are going to um, align with your headspace, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a painter, whether you're, you know, uh a runner, start aligning yourself with communities and people that are going to fuel that. And that'll help drown out any of the negative noise you might be hearing from people who are close to you. So yeah, that's a number one thing I, I would love people to take away from this is find your community, find your people.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And where can our viewers and listeners find you at and connect with you?
1: Uh, they connect with me on, I'm big on Facebook. Um, it's uh, at uh, online female entrepreneurs. And you can also visit my website. Uh, my name, Danny Tracy, danitrac com, And uh, those, those are the two main places you'll find me. And then from there, you can connect with me on all sorts of things. <laughs> like <laughs> LinkedIn, you know, like, <laughs> every social platform ever
0: out there. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure to put all that information on the show notes.
1: And oh, great, I-
0: To close out, what is a, I know you gave three great tips, but what is Mm -hmm. a fearless tip for 2022 that our audience can walk away with?
1: Ooh, fearless tip. I would have to say um, one thing that I, I really think would be great is if someone did something, set a goal, I would say this year to learn something new. Do something that's going to push you outside of your comfort zone that is maybe something you've always wanted to try but have been a little afraid to do. I know one year mine was playing the guitar, learn how to play the guitar. Do something that's going to push yourself out of your comfort zone just a little bit, you know, but at the same time, something that, you know, you're going to take away and feel really rewarded having tried.
0: Mm, I love that.
1: Because please believe I do not play guitar anymore. (laughs) I was like, this is is fun, but I'm all set. (laughs) Move on to something else. (laughs)
0: that was that's (laughs) awesome thank you so much for being with us today oh
1: thank you thank you so much this was so fun marianne thank you you're
0: welcome thank you everyone for tuning in to fearless fridays with marianne i hope that you enjoy the conversation with danny and make sure that you check out the show notes and connect with her as always remember that you are fearless you are fabulous you are a priority and you matter until next time Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you found this episode inspiring and motivating. Don't forget to leave a comment so you can win a fabulous prize at the end of the month. You can leave a review on iTunes or you can head over to YouTube or my Fearless Living Coach page on Facebook if you are an Android user. And as always, remember, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority and you matter. See you next time.